as far as surprise goes, um, to surprise, I got I ended up being sick today, and I'm at to sit out Arlen Walker's astonishing swords and sorcerers of Hyboria game, which really sucks because I was looking forward to playing that. Um, the Barbarians of Lemuria game I ran for you guys. I was doing the tower as they were Che and um, Gabriel coming down the tower and I forgot to put somewhere for the guards, the rest of the guards and so I had to come up off top of my head, put them in the room and that was a surprise when Che played dice with them and you know locked them in the room and that was a surprise so yeah, you can over prep for a game and sometimes you have to just ad lib it and let it go and I think that game was the better for it but um I don't know it's probably just the fever talking begin after eight taps one two three four five six seven eight he was slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany Thank you, Mr. T.J. Drennan. That was Jason you heard there at the beginning of the podcast from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I'm sorry you were ill, man, and uh, you had to miss out on playing with Arlen. I mean, I'd love to play with Arlen, and uh, I'm quite jealous that you two played um, Best Left Buried. I actually, I'm waiting for the uh, rule book to arrive, because that really appealed to me. I downloaded the zine version and read through that and just thought, it's like somebody's been tapping into my thoughts and put all the things that appeal to me into a game so I'm very eager to uh, get my hands on that and play that online if you're ever considering running that yourself yeah I'd certainly be up for playing some of that don't worry I'm not skipping over all the other messages you've left me Jason I just wanted to drop that one in particularly because it addresses the Barbarians of Lemuria game that we played in at the weekend and I wanted to go back and visit that. Inspired by Shandy Andy's Unguarded Treasure episode. Also, Che Webster spoke about it in uh, the most recent Dungeon Master's Diary episode. And Jason himself put out a special episode just yesterday about the session. And it occurred to me that I had a bit more to say about it. Firstly, what a great bunch of guys to have my first online role-playing experience with Jason himself extremely laid-back DM and that really helped I wanted to address what Jason said about forgetting a certain element of the adventure uh, you know in positioning the guards and just kind of running with it and not getting hung up on that it wasn't until that I got to the end of the game and I realized that Krongar had a hatred of sorcery which meant that 
Whenever dealing with a wizard or a sorcerer, I should have been rolling with advantage. Uh, in fairness, I think because of the sword I was using, I was rolling advantage on all my attacks. And yeah, advantage isn't stackable. But it's interesting I didn't actually see that until the game finished. I looked down at the bottom of the character sheet and there it was about me rolling advantage when dealing with uh, magic users. And when you consider what a simple game it is and it's still possible to overlook stuff like that, yeah, just makes me wonder about playing something a little more complex and keeping track of all the moving parts, you know. But there was a bit of a conversation this morning about whether or not a simple system, I mean, where it's been discussed before about whether simple systems lend themselves to campaign play or not, and I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I know there was a feeling after the session that uh, several of us, if not all of us, wanted to go back and play another adventure with those characters. Although I didn't feel that in the sense of I wanted to go campaigning with these characters. Possibly because you start off being very competent. and you Well, you certainly feel very competent. I mean, there were certainly moments in the game towards the end where bad dice rolls led to quite a few failed actions. We felt like we were on the ropes at a certain point, at least I did. But, uh, yeah, that feeling of wanting to play again was more akin to seeing a great film and thinking, well, how do I make a sequel to that? You know, I could spend a little bit longer in that universe. What I feel might work is playing in more like a chronicle style where you're visiting those characters at certain points throughout their lives. Much like how the fiction was written, you know, Conan, Elric, Fafford and the Grey Mouser were not written in a chronological order. They're just events plucked from different points throughout the characters' timelines. I thought that would be interesting to maybe play a game like that with not too much concern, not getting hung up on continuity and stuff like that. I wanted to say a bit about my choice of character playing a barbarian. It might be my lack of experience, but playing a barbarian was kind of uh, against type for me. I do lean towards the sort of ranger, thief, assassin, that kind of thing. Playing a barbarian was really, uh, well, it's a lot of fun. And I noticed when uh, when the game began, I started out describing my character and it, essentially I read out the background that was written in the book. And it wasn't until the other players started introducing their characters was that I hadn't really said anything about Krongar's personality. At that stage, I didn't really know what sort of personality he was going to have. And that really came out through play I felt um, there was something about him maybe it was you know my own personal feelings there was a kind of uh, 
reluctance to the fact of him being a barbarian. He seemed to have something of a slightly fragile ego, wanting to be adventurous and daring, but a kind of displeasure in the brutality of his actions. I don't know whether that came across or whether that was just my own feelings, but it was certainly interesting. I certainly feel that he kind of gelled with the group. I really wanted to do the uh, sliding in to the top of the tower with Che's character. Um, but it didn't really make sense that both the barbarians would be up there. And uh, I ended up on the ground team. But that was a lot of fun. You know, <laughs> grabbing some noble, uh, roughing him up a bit, stealing his invite. And then I believe uh, Evil Jeff's character having him tied up. Um, yeah, but the game, I mean, there's a real emphasis on fun there. I do wonder about the idea of hero points. I mean, I've always struggled with that idea. How that kind of takes you out of the game. And that, oh no, that didn't work, let's re-roll it. But it kind of made sense here for me. It's certainly battling with the creature at the end and how you you know you really want to pull out all the stops and every time you fail you just try it again and again I guess it comes down to how you're imagining that occurring for me it was about determination Krongar felt very capable throughout the adventure right up until the end where I failed several times in a row and ended up using up most of my hero points in quick succession to me that more reflected the weight of what was occurring at the end of the adventure and yeah it didn't really feel problematic at all it just kind of worked yeah basically it sounds like a good time was had by all and i'd very much look forward to playing that again i guess what i'm trying to say is I like to be in Lemuria, okay, but me in Lemuria, everything's free in Lemuria, keep us for tea in Lemuria. Hey, free thrall, sorry about the sciatica and the back pain. It does suck. I know. I've been there. It sucks. Here's to getting all the way healed up and not letting it slow you down. Not letting it slow you down. And happy Monday, Whisk Out. Hi, Spencer. It's Liren. Oh, man. I remember when I was juggling around with microphones and trying different things, and it is really surprising how different they can sound. It was also surprising that in the end, a phone with a good microphone turned out almost better than all of them. My little Samson handheld microphone is wonderful and that's what I use when I have the time to actually plan ahead and do that. But um, I, this comment I'm still doing on my phone that has the subpar microphone because leaving comments, I can't figure out how to do that with my microphone. <laughs> so anyways, I'm really happy to hear an episode from you and I hope you feel better. Oh my gosh, sciatica is terrible. I worked the lady who had it. And she just suffered. Oh, So anyway, I'm glad it's better. Have a good one. Thank you, Ivy the Happy Whisk. 
and Liren from updates from the middle of nowhere for your kind words of support. I am feeling much better, thank you. And um, as far as the microphone business goes, I have ordered a PC headset specifically for gaming. Quite a cheap headset called uh, MPOW. They're under 20 quid. So pretty much <laughs> the cheapest pair available. But they had some pretty good reviews. So I thought, um, you know, what the hell, I'll get those. And if they're not helpful for podcasting, they'll certainly uh, be useful for online play, which I'm hoping to be doing a lot more of. So thanks for your calls. I thought I would take a look at addressing some of Jason's messages. Uh, So here goes. Hey, Spencer, Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I'm working my way through your back catalog on your second episode. And just to say, I, I can definitely appreciate the lack of space thing. I end up locking myself in our spare room to try to get away from the noise of the TV and, and the family and the dogs. And with that, you know, a lot of times I'm playing at night in late hours or I'm playing when the family's not home, which means I'm taking care of the dogs and with two puppies. Well, they're... They're not quite baby puppies, but they're still, you know, two young dogs, especially one with a small bladder. It's tough because they keep wanting to go out in the middle of the game. So I'm not trying to compare my dogs to your kid, your, your, you know, your child. That's not cool, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, I expect I'll call you a lot over the next few days as I listen to your backlog. So take it easy. Well, thanks, Jason. Uh, it's quite a task you've set yourself there. Uh, yet space was the main factor and why I haven't been playing online. But now we are closed for the season. I've set myself up in the dining room, which isn't ideal. Uh, I was looking at setting myself up in one of the smaller rooms, but um, as I don't necessarily want to be set up permanently in another room, because I do need to... I spend most of my time with my young three-year-old daughter, so I can't really lock myself away for uh, long periods during the day and just take my moments where I can when everybody's out or once my daughter's in bed. Yeah, so it's still difficult scheduling games, but I would certainly have a lot more time to play with and looking forward to playing uh, with a lot more of the Anchorites and trying my hand at a few different games. So, uh, yeah, very much looking forward to that. And I just listened to your movies, movies, movies message. I'm probably not going to play every single message you send me, but I will address as much of the points that you pick up on as I can. But it really amused me that you watched Based and really enjoyed it. I mean, that strikes me as being quite Anglo-centric. I mean, despite many of the references in it being to American culture. There's a lot of stuff like, uh, well, Jaffa cakes and things like that in there. I wonder whether a lot of the jokes um, come across, but it's one of my favourite TV shows, and uh, I'd probably re-watch that more than anything else. I I identified with a lot of what's going on with uh, Tim Beasley in that show, so... uh, Yeah, it's a real uh, favourite of mine.
Oh, and here's a message that almost slipped through the net from the mysterious brother Tyler M of a 20-sided life. On hands on your volume knobs, because there's an F-bomb coming. Hey, Free Thrall, it's the Mysterious Brother here. Um, I was just calling about your trifold. Um, OCS looks really awesome, man. Um, I was on the Discord the other day and saw your post about it and uh, took a look at it, and, man, it's great. Um, I'm actually thinking about uh, getting my game, you know, typed out a little bit and probably trying to fit it on a trifold myself. Um, I really like that format. Um, and uh, I guess you kind of brought it to my attention a little bit. So uh, thanks for that. And, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Um, also, your music is fucking awesome. Sorry for the language, but I freaking dig it, man. Um, TJ did such a good job with that. And uh, yeah, but, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing and keep rolling. Thanks very much for that, Tyler. I really appreciate your message. And I've got to say, I was very pleased with how it looked in the trifold format. Just gives it a little extra something. Well, I think that's about enough from me for now. Thanks very much for those call-ins. Always appreciated. If you want to share your thoughts, you can leave me a message using the anchor link in the show description. You'll also find a link there to the Osseus Trifold and TJ Drennan's Patreon, who provides all the great music that I use. And also, you'll find my email address, if you'd rather contact me that way, spencer.freeforall at gmail.com. And remember, when things get dicey, just roll with it. <laughs>